Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ball Watching. It's been a bit of a hiatus here the past couple weeks, but man, these two, Jake and Justin here, have been busy. We are almost a week out now of Hope for the Holidays. You listening now on Monday, we are officially a week following. And two things for you all in this episode. One, this is going to be our special guest exclusive interview featuring us two and Robert Thomas of the Blues and Kyle Hebert of St. Louis City SC. Had an absolute pleasure talking to these guys on the stage and grilled them with a couple questions. You guys are going to love some of these responses. They were absolutely fantastic guests to, to have on. But Justin, call to action for you all here. Obviously, hope for the holidays. Like I said, it's been a week now. We had a couple goals set for this. We are so, 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 so close to our lofty goal, which you all will hear about, I promise, in, the, in this couple of days here this week. But we need your help. For anyone listening to this right now, um, we are going to post the link all over our socials so you'll have access to it. Don't you worry. Um, but we are $2,000 away from our lofty goal. So this is the reach for the stars, going to make a huge impact goal, and you can be a part of it. And to... To make this even cooler, we're really only asking for your help to get us at least halfway there. We have a donor, a very generous donor, that is willing to match up to $1,000. So if we can raise $1,000 between us, uh, our listeners, uh, you and I, Justin, here, we're all a part of this. We can reach this lofty goal and you can be a part of it. I mean, what better time to give? And this is a nice big round number. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it once we actually get to it. But I, it's one of those things that was our goal. And like we had a set goal and we crushed that. And this was our lofty one. And I really want to get there because if you, if anybody, when you weren't, if you weren't at the event, we had an incredible presentation from Dr. Sid talking about where all this goes for Head and Neck Cancer Foundation at BJC. And this is one that I really want to reach. So we need your help. We will be posting this link all week. We're going to try to get it done in this next week, right before the holidays. Give a little bit more while you're buying those Christmas presents. Give a little bit back to the kids. Amen. Amen, Justin. And head neck cancer, we talked. So that was our cause. And it's going to the foundation is where this is going to go. So that link will take you straight to the donation page you make. And you get a tax deductible donation. So you'll get that paperwork emailed to you shortly after within a couple of days. So it's all clean and easy for you. Head neck cancers, Justin and I have, you know, unfortunately experienced personally uh, with family members, uh, both of us. Uh, when it comes to these types of, of diseases. And I'm sure all of you can relate to some level of cancer uh, within your family or even in your friend base, unfortunately. Uh, but the prevalence with head and neck cancers is, is growing out of control. Think of things like smoking, uh, alcoholism, HPV. Uh, and this is our, our trying to make a difference in, in you know, providing some additional funding to either research, develop new ways to treat this, or, or just aid patients in treating this as they are patients right now. Um, so this is all going to I guess, the foundation for Barnes Jewish Hospital. And this is going to Siteman, you know, the, the people that are on the very cutting edge of treating these diseases. And you can be a part of it. I know some of you might not have been at Hope for the Holidays. It was so much fun. You can come next year. We're going to start planning a second iteration, I promise. Uh, but this is your way to be a part of it and to make a difference. And if you guys like this interview that we're doing the intro in right now for Robert Thomas and Kyle Hebert, two of the bigger stars in St. Louis for their respective sports, those guys are backing us on this as well. So if you like this interview, please make that donation. And I feel like we're, we've talked about this a lot. And as we should, these guys, when I say two of the biggest stars of their respective sports, they are also staying in St. Louis for the next long-term deals. Kyle will be here through 2026, which is the second longest contract for City outside of Caden Glover, who's just 16. And Rob is here through 2031. So if you think that these guys are going to be here for a long time and you love this interview, please, please donate. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't, we don't need money. We need this money to go toward a better cause. I mean, if you guys have liked what we've done this year, it would mean the world to us to, to give back in this way. So uh, appreciate everyone considering that. We, again, we will make these links readily available on all of our socials so you all have access to it. And again, it's clean and easy. But without further ado, like Justin said, we'll go to our exclusive interview for anyone that couldn't be there or for those that want to rewatch that were there. I uh, have at it. I had to go back and watch. I'm pretty sure I blacked out for that entire thing. But we are going to an interview with Robert Thomas of the Blues leading points getter on the blues for this season absolutely nailing it this season and kyle hebert like justin said signed a contract extension gonna be here for a long time having a career year i'm looking for a great sophomore season from kyle and we'll go to that interview right now without further ado i think one of the main reasons that a lot of people came here we have two of our special guests here very very excited to have them here and very thankful both of them taking time out of their busy schedules we'll talk about both of those here in a little bit uh, but we want to welcome the boys up to the stage, Kyle Hebert and Rob Thomas. Welcome, Rob. You're right here. Right here. Thank you, Kyle. Rob, here? Yeah, you're right there. Cool. All right, fellas. Well, thank you for, for being here. I know you're both in the midst of busy schedules in and of yourselves for different reasons, which we'll get to here. But... Uh, I mean, it's not very often I feel like people get to sit here and, and talk to, you know, folks that, that play professionally here in St. Louis. So I just want to start off with maybe a little bit of a softball for you guys. But playing in St. Louis, uh, you know, what does it mean to you all? And you guys have played, you know, different parts um, throughout your upbringing and playing, you know, in soccer and hockey, respectively. But how does it feel to be playing in St. Louis at a high level like this? Yeah, I'll start. Um, you know what? I, I love St. Louis. Uh, I grew up north of Toronto, kind of like a smaller town. Um, and that, that's what St. Louis feels to me. Um, you know, everyone I've met has been so incredibly helpful for, for me and my family kind of transitioning here and, um, couldn't be, couldn't be more happy to be here. Um, you know, playing in, playing in St. Louis, um, you know, it just feels like a family. Um, you know, when you go to those games, you, you hear people yelling every single night, you get the same excitement and, um, you know, that's what, that's what I love being in St. Louis and, um, you know, growing up in Toronto, it's kind of more corporate and not as fun. And you get down to the games here and, and it's a blast. So, um, yeah, I love St. Louis. Yeah, I'd say uh, I'd echo the same sentiment. I think just even the first game we had at uh, City Park, just feeling the atmosphere and the energy. And it, and it feels like a relationship where, you know, hopefully we could give something back to St. Louis. And St. Louis gave uh, so much to, to myself, to my wife, just it feels like home. You know, I grew up a, a small town outside of Winnipeg and it's like a small market feel with a, a large soccer expertise and knowledge. And I know Jake's probably going to hate me for this. I'm going to jump around to a couple questions. Um, but we are very excited to announce, well, obviously Rob just signed an eight-year deal. He will be here through 2030-2031 season. <laughs> Forever. Forever. That's, yeah. Pretty absurd. And also Kyle as well to sign a new deal. So he will be here through 2026, likely 2027 as well. And so I think generally wanted to kind of ask a more specific question. I mean, what was the driving force of making you guys want to stick in St. Louis? I mean, Midwest, you could have gone to LA, other places. Was it the emos? Was it the pitch? <laughs> what? Uh, I'd probably say culture was a huge one for me. Um, you know, we have a really special culture in our locker room. And like we, we echo, echoed before about St. Louis as a whole, it's a really special culture here. And, that, you know, as a person and as a player, that's something that I value really highly. It's a place where I felt valued. And so 
It was home. It's where we wanted to stay. Yeah, similar similar thing to me. Um, you know, I'm been a competitor my whole life, and you know, St. Louis always had a competitive team. Uh, you know, growing up watching the Blues, they were always a team that had a chance to win it every year. And uh, you know, my first five years, I I felt the same way. I felt like we were just in it every year, and um, yeah, that's why it was such a an easy decision. Obviously, uh, the city's been so so good to my family and and welcoming and. You know, similar things that he said every night. It's just just an odd, awesome atmosphere to play in. So, uh, you know, those two things were made it a, a pretty easy decision for me. I think one of the coolest things I'm just hearing as we're talking about this is Justin and I were trying to think, you know, how could we get these guys to join us? And then we finally got them both on board. We're like, two Canadians here in, in St. <laughs> Louis. I mean, unbelievable. We're talking about St. Louis sports scene, but uh, I, I feel like it kind of speaks to St. Louis, you know, being this open arms, welcoming, uh, you know, anyone that wants to be here and that appreciates the culture. So uh, I want to hear one more, one more St. Louis welcome to these guys for being here tonight. And, and with that said, uh, so we, obviously you guys both are at the top of your game in soccer and hockey, respectively. Um, if it wasn't that, though, what would it be? Would you be in a different job? Would you be in a different sport? Um, obviously you guys come up, you know, differently. I'm sure there's a different sports scene in Canada where you guys are both from respectively, but, um, what would that be? Do you have any ideas of what that would be? I mean, we, we see that you play in Super Bowl with the boys. You obviously have some foot to you, Kyle. I mean, you're growing up in Canada. I mean, hockey is the national sport there. Um, do we have any other inclinations what we could be doing? Yeah. I mean, touching on our, our soccer game, we had a, a little bit ago, um, <laughs> you know, we schooled them pretty good. We showed them. <laughs> No, these guys are great. Um, it was actually funny because, you know, they're always doing these nice touches and stuff, and we are horrible soccer players. So <laughs> we were just kicking them at them, and, uh, yeah, it was a blast. But for me, um, I don't know. I always grew up. I loved baseball. Baseball was my, my sport in the summer. Um, played it all the way growing up. Um, you know, other than sports, so I, I'd say probably something in business. Um, Ooh. I, I, I dipped my toes back into school, so I'm doing a business course right now. Awesome. And, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been challenging. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, probably something along those lines. All right. So, uh, wait, what's, the, what's the handicap nowadays? Ooh, handicap's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> playing out of three right now. Okay. Kyle, tell the people what you've been working on on the background. Here. Tell, them, tell them how thankful we are to have you here with what you got going on tomorrow. Yeah, Yeah, I'm taking my third CPA exam tomorrow morning. Uh, (laughs) And the way I kind of compare it, you know, the CPA exam is a lot of work. It's kind of like for soccer, you have to do a whole bunch of running in the off season. And every soccer player hates running, which is kind of ironic. (laughs) You you do it because you know you got to be in a certain shape for the season. I'd say the CPA exam is, is, I'm hoping it can set me up to, get into the financial advisor world specifically for athletes and, and just understanding and having a good tax base will, will allow me to do that. I know it. Riveting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I know a company, uh, Ernst & Young, if you would like to. We can talk about it. Kev can maybe connect you in the back. Yeah, we can, we can talk about that after we'll, it's all, yeah. We'll after retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll kind of get into the sporting side of things as well. Just wanted to get a quick download from you guys like, Talk to us what it's like to do like 1v1 defending in a game or a face-off um, in a Blues game. What do you guys really look for and what makes you so good at what you do? 
I know that's a loaded question, so, so I apologize. Break it down. It's a, yeah. good, it's a good question. I'd say 1v1 defending in our system when I first came from college is vastly different than I was doing in college. In college, we were numbers around the ball. You're trying not to get beat. In our system, especially when you're higher up, the system is built on creating turnovers. So as a defender, you end up a lot of times putting yourself in a position to be embarrassed, you know, but then the idea is more guys who come around the ball. Um, I think probably the more for me as a defender, when I'm back around the 18, it's um, just knowing what the attacker wants to do. Are they right-footed or left-footed? Um, do I have help from a center back underneath or from a midfielder coming over top? So where am I wanting to, to show them and just make it as, as predictable as possible? And Mr. Dangle? <laughs> um, yeah, face-offs. I mean, I think the most important thing is getting to know the linesmen and getting them to like you. <laughs> uh, I remember my first couple years, uh, I honestly felt like I didn't stand a chance. <laughs> I was getting thrown out. They are throwing them through the other guy's legs. Um, no, but seriously, you, um, you kind of just get to know what people like to do. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is you, you play the same guys year over year, and uh, you kind of learn what they, what they like to do and what they're looking for, and you just try and outsmart them. That's about it. I love it. I love it. Well, well, guys, I mean, both of you have been remarkably successful, you know, in the last year, in the last couple of years. So I'm going to push you on the spot here a little bit with what's been your fondest memory uh, in, in your professional career so far. I'm not going to start with you yet. You guys think about a second one. Uh, Kyle, what I mean, obviously, Western Conference, remarkable accomplishment this year. I mean, no one expected this at all. But what would you say has been your, your, your biggest highlight so far of your professional career? Yeah, I mean, I'd say the, the start of this year. So it was, you know, coming from the second team, we had all these big name guys coming in. And I was trying to, to be honest, I was trying to get on that game day roster to get to Austin. Um, my parents, they booked flights there before I even knew if I'd be on that roster. Um, we go down to Austin and before the game, they put uh, every analyst who gets paid a lot of money to do their job. It was like last, 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 second last, 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 last. <laughs> yeah. last. And so they just read off everything they said about our team. And, and, and that was just such a, such a wild game for those who were able to see it. We were up, and then we were down, and then it was a comeback win. Um, and we survived at the end, and just the, the excitement. And the whole, it was like the whole group that injured guys traveled with their families. And, um, you know, there was a three-year-old Swedish kid in the locker room after the game who uh, I think he learned a new English word. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was three or four, and one of them... Uh, he probably won't be able to use too much at preschool, but yeah. <laughs> that's probably my favorite right there. Yeah, for me, uh, obviously, my first one's pretty obvious. Um, my other ones probably uh, would be the parents' trips every year. Um, first year, I got to bring my grandpa. Um, that was pretty special. He's a guy that's, you know, drove me around a lot growing up and was at every hockey event I, he, you could, he could be at, so... I uh, got to bring him. We had a mom's trip. That was pretty awesome. Um, moms asked too many questions, though. But, uh, and then we obviously had a couple dad's trips. And uh, it's always a blast, um, you know, getting to show your parents what you do for a living and um, getting to be in the meetings and travel and, and all that stuff. So those are, those are my favorite events. Absolutely love it. I would say we're going to throw you guys a quick scenario real quick. And I'll probably go to Rob first on a little Freaky Friday. And we already mentioned it, like, who would be better at each other's sport? I don't know. I know being from Canada, I'm assuming you could skate, but you could also be Bambi on ice. So is Rob, I know with the sewer ball, can you give everybody a little lowdown on what you guys do on some free games? Who and survives at a practice long without coach being like, what the hell is this guy doing? Uh, I cannot run. 
<laughs> and I feel like um, my feet just don't work the way a soccer player should work. Uh, I can punt the ball at you, but without any control. So uh, I don't think I stand much of a chance. You could chuck him in goal, though. Right? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Learn from Roman? Yeah, yeah. Sit behind Roman. No. Are you a pretty good skater? No, I'm no. De- <laughs> definitely below average. But I can, I can stop if I go with my left foot. So as long as I don't, as long as I don't turn that way, otherwise I'll just smash into the boards. <laughs> Probably uh, would last a couple of minutes before getting screamed at. Okay. I love it. I love it. I mean, so you guys obviously have had so much success so far in your, in your young careers and you're you know, tied down for long-term deals. You know, Locking down that deal, being as successful as you are and as dialed in as you both are, what, you know, give me one or two things that motivates you specifically as an athlete. Um, is it a mentor? Is it a role model? Is it a specific type of playing? Um, what's one or two things that motivates you? Uh, I think the, the main one's just love of the game. I think um, kind of as you get older, sports get harder and you kind of get a little sick of them at some points. But uh, the more you just love it, I think uh, the better off you are. I think that's what gets you to the highest level and, um, you know, keeps you there. I think you got to love it. You got to play, do it every day, do the same thing every day. And sometimes it can get a little repetitive, but if you really love it and are, and are competitive in it, then uh, it'll suit you well. So those would be my two things. Yeah, I'd probably say earlier in my career is definitely just doubters and doubt um, fueled me just being undrafted and just feeling overlooked. Um, and then now, a little bit on, we've had some success with City, and even something, it was a couple of years ago, I started to, to kind of see the player around the corner that I could be, you know, in a moment, but I could never quite, I feel like I can never quite get there, so I think that being able to see, like, I can improve and get to the next level, um, and just desiring to do that motivates me. Yeah, having that glimpse, and obviously, if then you get in front of City Park, it's hard not to. Yeah. Um, just one other question we have, you guys, on the sporting aspect, uh, as far as what you guys do in your free time when you're watching other sports, what is kind of the one that you lean towards outside of your respective uh, sport? I know, Rob, you're a big fancy football guy. At least that's what you mentioned to us last year. So is it the NFL? Is it college football, basketball? What do you guys like to do? Yeah, I'm an NFL guy. We had a fantasy football t- uh, group going with our team. That was a lot of fun. Um, unfortunately, the team started really hot, but <laughs> it really took a plummet at the end, so I just missed the playoffs, which is devastating. <laughs> is there, is there any, uh, any good punishment for the boys that are getting last? Or? Well, only one guy's getting last, and so I really wanted the bleach blonde punishment. There was one where they, they suggested he'd go sit on Santa's lap at the mall and <laughs> stay there until security came. He's one of our equipment managers, but <laughs> pretty sure he would have lost his job. So I was like, let's not, he's a good guy. Let's not get him fired. So we're still figuring it out. The boats are still out. So. Yeah, um, I'm all NFL too. I love watching, and baseball. I love going to games, but um, yeah, my fantasy team stunk this year too. So <laughs> we, had a, we had a tough go. Um, Took Kelsey and Mahomes' first two picks. Ooh, great players. Haven't been great. So I have Mahomes this, as well. The Swifties went down. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> was that, uh, I saw that the Blues posted, you had to like put your hair in ponytails for a pregame. Was that a part of fans uh, football or what was that? That was not the bet. No. <laughs> that was a funny one though. That was good. Another was, time. Another time. Yeah, I, mean, I was involving the dads on the dad's trip and even that's better. all I'll go. Yeah. Even better. I mean, we both know that you guys talked about already that you guys love playing here in St. Louis. You love playing at you know, Enterprise Center, City Park. I mean, we're on the stoop here. But uh, where's your least favorite place to go and play? <laughs> He's got it real quick. I think he already 
Well, I'm going to chirp your hometown for a second. Oh, I no. hate going to Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What, what, what's the deal? Um, it is freezing cold. <laughs> it's like go through your skin cold. So um, obviously a big division rival. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so uh, we've had a couple good playoff series, or one good playoff series against them, and that's about it. I, I don't like going there. I was actually rooting against you guys. <laughs> that was before I got here. Yeah. I was heartbroken. Uh, uh, that's awesome. I would. I'd probably say Seattle. I mean, they're in a, the NFL stadiums that are turf are typically not the nicest, nicest turf, and and I feel like the result of the game makes a big difference. I mean, we kind of got smacked, so you're like, man, this stadium sucks, right? <laughs> next year, you go go beat them next year. I mean, I mean, I like the stadium. Then you'll right? love, love, yeah, you'll love, you'll love this place. Question. Turf just does that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. man, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so we we talk about. St. Louis a little bit more. We're kind of getting to this part of the conversation. Uh, obviously, we have a very vibrant food scene. We have a lot of other cultures. Well, but let's stick on food for a second. Where do we find ourselves going for a good meal? I'm not saying necessarily nice, you know, overly formal, but where do we find ourselves? You know, family comes in town. They say, where should we go for, for, for a meal? Where are we, where are we advising them? Um, I would probably go to Louis on Demand. Nice. That's, uh, nice. that's my number one for Love sure. It. Love, Love that. Solid choice. Yeah. Matt does a good job there. Very solid. Have you been? Have you been to Louis, Kyle? I have not. No, well, no I go. think what we just called it Louis. We went. I think as a team. What, what was the last? It's on Demond Street. I'm gonna go I'm ahead and assume no. It's like yeah, right. Right. That's what I, I might have just gone there. Yeah, like, there we go. Yeah. 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 It was really well, good. obviously, it, it didn't really good. stick in his mind. So I don't, <laughs> Rob, I don't know. What. Guys just said show up here. Yeah. So here. <laughs> we used the fine money to pay for the food, so it was free. Yeah. It's a great day. Yeah, good day. Yeah, good day. Good day. Yeah. I like uh, for both the the, the contracts that uh, when they got with the wife, we went to Twisted Treat. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a nice that was a nice spot. We enjoyed that a lot. That makes sense. And so, with both of you guys being from Canada, we have some other more specific questions later. But what are some of the things you guys notice, especially coming here for the first time? What do St. Louis's do weird? What do we say weird? Is there anything odd? You're like, and somehow you guys fell in love with it. But anything to really call out? It's a tricky one. Um, I know we always say A, but I don't. I don't really notice anything in St. Louis. I think that's Other our people. Open. People are just too nice. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been around going to Missouri State, so probably a little bit harder of a question. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I don't really. Feels like it just sounds so normal compared to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're around so many, especially in soccer, so many global sounds, right? You know, right. from South America and from Europe and from New Zealand and and really from Africa. So it's like. The guys with the accents are not the American guys, yeah. right? So I can't say. That's good. Well, how about let's get out of food. Let's step out of the food scene. Let's get into just generally what we like to do when we're not playing, we're not training. Are we golfing? Are we going to Forest Park? Like, what do we like to do when we have some free time here? Yeah, um, golf's obviously a big one. Um, just got a puppy, so love walking Ooh. in the park. And what kind? Uh, how's, how's that? Burn a noodle. Nice. Um, nice. He's a little yeah. too smart for his own good. <laughs> um, but no, so I love walking him in the park and uh, take him golfing, do everything with him. So take great. him golfing? Oh, yeah. How does that go? It's frustrating. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he loves stealing my ball and he runs in the sand trap with it. Yeah. <laughs> then I got to go rake the sand trap. Play where so, a lot. Yeah, it's just, but it's awesome. He, he enjoys it. Well, 
Kyle, how about you? What about you do? Yeah, I'm honestly probably more of a homebody or we've got some different, you know, friends in town. I like to play like card games and stuff. So we'll go over to their place or they'll come over to ours and, and just hang out. Yeah, I guess I, I like to be at home. Yeah. I think we're going to kind of turn it into, Jake, unless you had anything else, trying to turn it into a little bit of festive question. I got one more guys. thing I just thought of here. Oh, I mean, boy. so you're mid-season. You're going to go in preseason pretty soon here. It's crazy that that's already happening. Already? Um, yeah. But... Yeah, the breaks. Uh, but any goals we have, either individual or team, for the 2023 season and the 24 season, and then the 2024 season, you guys have either on your own little billboard or team goals you guys want to talk about? Yeah, uh, for me, it'd be playoffs. Uh, I mean, it was absolutely killing me watching it last year, not being in it. Um, every other year we've been in it and felt like we had a chance. So um, uh, that's the only goal I got this year. Yeah, I'd say team-wise, um, just being in CONCACAF Champions League and Leagues Cup, Open Cup, MLS Cup, uh, Supporter Shield, there's a lot to win in soccer. I think it would be a big team goal to, to win something, to get a banner um, in the stadium. And then individually, I had one camp with Canada. I got my first uh, international cap, but opportunity to get back in uh, with Canada. There's the Copa America in the summer 2024, so that would be a real special experience. Oh, absolutely. Nice. All right, so I'm going to bring us into festive a little Do bit. Do it. Do we'll, we'll keep it light on this first one, but what do you guys notice at least from, or any traditions that you guys have back home um, that you don't see in St. Louis as far as Christmas time or anything that you guys do with your family specifically? Or is it all pretty, pretty much the same? Yeah, um, pretty similar um, in terms of kind of everything going on. A um, couple traditions. We got, we got this little game we play on Christmas night. Um, you wrap like a box inside of a box and you keep going. You have like probably six or seven boxes and you got oven mitts on. And you put a little <laughs> money in the middle and you got to try and open it up. And you know, the, the person in front of you is rolling a dice and you got to try and hit six and you hit six and it's your turn and you just keep going yeah. around till whoever gets the money. Um, so that's always awesome. You need to get like a reinforced table for it. <laughs> it gets pretty violent. But yeah, that's, uh, you know, other than that, you know, we always go to church and that's, that's it for me. Yeah, I think Christmas last year we were home and I, for the previous X number of Christmases, I had built uh, an igloo. There were two young kids and a mom. <laughs> Shows you how cold it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of the snow, staying with my family. And so it was like one of those fun things. And then I would last just home for like eight or nine days. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do it this year. And then my dad was kind of like, yeah, you probably don't have time or you're too old. <laughs> All right, so it was yeah. like 7 a.m. in the morning. My wife's still in bed. I'm shoveling the snow in a pile. So that's been my uh, Christmas thing. We'll see if it continues going this year. Yeah. I mean, the more important question, we all submitted our letters already. I know you guys have already done that, but what did we ask Santa for this year? Anything specific you want to share with the group? The deadline was a week ago, by the way, so hopefully you've already gotten that done. But. Um, yeah, well, my, my mom still pushes the Santa's real thing, so... Um, <laughs> I always get something from Santa every year. It's great. Uh, still haven't complained about it. Um, I don't know, to be honest. Um, this is my first year hosting, so I got Ooh. all of my family and my girlfriend's family. So um, just hope that everyone gets in. Uh, I know Toronto gets a little crazy around Christmas. So are you cooking? Are you behind the, the kitchen no, and all this no, one? No, no, no. no. Okay. All right. Know that Not place. Yet. I haven't haven't earned the stripes yet. <laughs> but. Uh, just yeah, everyone gets in safely, and that's that's all I got. Love. Yeah, mine's probably similar. Last year we were in Canada, and then we're trying to come back, uh, flying on Winnipeg around Christmas time. 
blizzard, flight got grounded. <laughs> um, so we stayed there longer. We missed Christmas with uh, my wife's family. And so just something that I'll be super thankful for is if we can actually get to Canada and then back from Canada. <laughs> like if we can do that, you can call time with family here in St. Louis and in, uh, in Winnipeg. That would be what I'd wish for. I'm That's getting awesome. the Winnipeg thing now. I yeah, knew nothing I, about Winnipeg before this, but it, it, you're describing it, and it, it sounds tough. It Winnipeg. sounds tough. That's not what I'm trying to do. <laughs> you can't go in or out of it. You're building igloos. And... I'm trying to incentivize it. Yeah, yeah there's you're no, not doing a good job. Camaraderie. Yeah. I wouldn't lie to you. Yeah. No, I, I feel you. And before you guys go home to your families and all that, do either of your teams do like a gift exchange? And then to t- on top of that, who would be the last guy on the team that you want to get a gift from? If it was like a secret Santa, and you, this guy picked you, you'd be like, God. Damn. <laughs> you can say it. I got you can about say eight it. names to list. Yeah. Yeah. A long list. Um, I'll go with Kyrou. Uh, <laughs> no explanation. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably go uh, Celio. That's where I thought that I, was going. I don't think he'd get me anything, to be honest. <laughs> I think he'd just, just show up, be like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, hot debate here, and we're going to get into a couple debates here in a second, but we'll start off with this one. When is it appropriate to start playing Christmas music, in your mind? Are, you, are we team early? Are we team Thanksgiving, and that's the threshold? Or are we not pushing it until we get closer to, to Christmas time? When do we think it's okay to start playing Christmas music? Uh, I'm an early person, so usually right when the tree goes up, which is usually probably two weeks after Thanksgiving, maybe Ooh, a week and a half. Okay. You call that early. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I, I'm, I'm personally Canadian a Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. It's a Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you so go. It's there like you go. Oh, that makes American sense. Yes, yes, that's fair. This guy over here puts tree up. I think on. Do you even wait for Thanksgiving? Just right after summer. Right after summer. We're up. Yeah, right after summer. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Kyle? Mine is more of like a flexible timeline. Whenever <laughs> soccer season ends. Christmas season begins. Oh. So when you're in college, it's usually somewhere in November, yeah. but then you get the Christmas music going. We had a college tradition. Kevin's in the back, but we used to do rest of the world guys versus American guys in a game of basketball. Probably one of the, <laughs> the worst games of basketball you've ever seen in your life. But it always you go in the locker room and Christmas music's playing. It's whenever the season's done. Um, so I'd say that's like, whenever that ends, that's when Christmas begins. All right, that's fair. Yeah, way better than Jake's answer, where it's literally still 90 degrees outside and the man is playing. Debatable. Yeah, debatable. Uh, and we're going to end it here with a couple of this or that's. So just a quick question to you guys. If I ask it, well, if you answer first, go to, go to Rob and then we'll go down to Jake and then circle it back this way. But um, first one, real or fake tree? Real. Fake. <laughs> <laughs> Got some diversity in this one. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right, this kind of is the same same theme. Or tree up before tree up before or after Thanksgiving. After, after, and then tree down before New Year's or after. After, after. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, is that a choice or is that just more like uh, I'll do it one of these days? It's a New Year's resolution. <laughs> <laughs> Check. <laughs> Mittens or gloves? Gloves. Gloves. That's shocking. I don't, there's no way your hands stay warm in Winnipeg. Kyle's got to wear a coat on his hands. You're inside the igloo. (laughs) Uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Christmas Day. Day, for sure. How about when you're wrapping presents? Are we doing it in the wrapping paper or are we just sticking this thing in a bag? Oh, wrapping paper. My wife's wrapping the presents. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, and then do you get your shopping done early or late? And so wait, what we all should define early and late. Like two weeks into December <laughs> is probably getting closer to later time, but. Oh, that's late. Yeah. <laughs> I'm late. Late. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely late. Eggnog or hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Okay. Elf or Christmas Vacation? Movies. Oh, Elf. Elf, for sure. <laughs> Ugly sweater Christmas party or like your done up kind of Christmas cocktail party? Uh, pajamas. Like, That'll go. I like the Christmas pajamas. That'll go. The onesie? Are you doing the onesie? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, All, right. Okay. All right. I'll go sweater. Uh, there you go. And then do you guys do vacation or staycation? I would say, I would even say staycation is going to your family's house. Or do you guys, do any of your families usually go to like a beach or anything? Uh, I'm a staycation guy. Yeah, stay for sure. On that, just want to take a quick detour. What's, what's the vacation? What's the next vacation spot you guys want to hit? Doesn't need to be planned. What, what do you want to go to soon? It's a good one. Um, probably Turks and Caicos. Mm. I think that's my next one. Not Winnipeg? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> uh, I was in, uh, actually last year I was in New Zealand seeing an old teammate, but he might get married. So it's like if he gets married in off season, go back to New Zealand again. So okay. there you go. Round two. And then, so when you do buy your Christmas gifts, is it online or in store? In store. Ooh. I'm all online. Yeah. yeah. In store, Kyle, really? Because I leave it so late, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's super late. Can't, oh can't my trust God. the shipping. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This is going to help us all, St. Louis and Sierra, because we love accents. We love to have our own little words here. But tell us the truth. You guys are both from Canada. This is the national, one of the national products of Canada. Maple syrup or syrup? Or is there a difference when I'm saying that to you all? <laughs> I'm just going to say it, and you can take what Yeah, you let's want. go. Maple syrup? Maple that syrup. Syrup? I think that was different. I kind of heard syrup from you. One more time, Rob. Give it to us. Maple syrup. He switched it. He's a hybrid. <laughs> He's a hybrid of that one. Well, that gets us through all the questions that we have, but I want to do one thing and uh, I want to open up. If the crowd has one, maybe two questions we have time for before we cut these guys loose, um, feel free to raise your hand, speak it. I'll speak it into here and we'll, uh, we'll take it. Anyone have a question for Rob or Kyle or both? Um, that would be ideal. No one has questions. Yes. Pre-game rituals, you guys. Um, not too superstitious. Um, love to sleep, so just a nice sleep. Are <laughs> yeah. we like napping before nap. the game? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, usually right after lunch. Um, good solid hour and hour hour and a half. That's what I love. All right, like in the locker room? Like, no, like no, where, no, are no. <laughs> where are we? Showing up early, he's got no, the skates on, just leans back. Brings the pillow and the blanket in the yeah. locker room. Yeah, no, it's, no, we usually skate at like 10 o'clock, so uh, usually get home by 12.30. Power long. nap, like it. Absolutely. Kyle, how about you? Yeah, I'm, I'd, I'd say I'm more, not superstitious, but very ritual-based. Just when I eat, there's like a 10-minute a window of like, this is when you eat before a game, oh. and then hour and 45 minutes after that, that's when you have a banana. And so it's like, I need to hit those exact time windows. Okay. So you're superstitious? <laughs> no. That's a, that's just superstitious. Just found a little. superstitious, just a little. To the minute. Oh, a little my God. Yeah. Right. Kevin. What's on your uh, game playlist? Pre-game playlist. What we got, fellas? I like this. Um, depends on the kind of where... In the springtime or fall, mostly country. Um, big country guy like Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs, all those guys. Um, kind of in the winter, more like Drake, 
um, that kind of stuff. Canadian guy. Yeah. Seasonal. So funny about I love that. Seasonal. <laughs> What's funny? Who laughed? Who laughed? No, I'm a. I feel like locker rooms my whole life. There's always three or four guys who have to have their tunes on before the game. So I'm sit back, enjoy, or or judge pending the quality of the, the song. <laughs> I'm assuming Celio is yeah. one of those guys. He's not. No, really, he's not. No. Nico. Nico's the guy. Uh, for the most okay. Part. Okay. Yep. Who's, who's your favorite St. Louis celebrity? St. Louis celebrity, fellas. Ooh, good yeah. one. Um, probably go with John Hamm. Is he from here? He's from here. Yeah, he's from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you're good. There you're you good. Go. <laughs> uh, that checks out. I knew it, but I wasn't for sure. Um, but yeah, he's been a good guy to get to know. Um, St. Louis celebrity. Man. Can you name one, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a football guy, when the Rams were still here and Kurt Warner was out there slinging it, that, okay. was, that was an easy guy to root for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Warner was a beast. Yes? I was say, what's uh, your favorite moment in your career? Favorite moment in your career? We talked about highlights, fellas. Is there any, anything specific that stands out? Um, well, the obvious one's the cup and father's trip we talked about. My other one would probably be playing in Toronto for the first time. Uh, it was pretty cool. I had so many... Friends and family, a um, bunch of people growing up that, that all came. I think I had like 70 people there. Um, so that was pretty cool. Just the stadium you, you go to watch games in with your dad and, and brother and stuff like that. So that was, that was a pretty cool moment. I'd have to go my first goal. We were away in Portland. It was game number three. We went down early, equalized, came back, and then I remember I hit it. It's not like hockey, which I think we should adopt the hockey style. Like if you touch the puck last and it, no matter what happens, you get the goal. I like hit it. and the guy, It's like going in. The guy like bikes it into the top corner. So I score and the whole time, like the last 10 minutes, I'm thinking like, is this really my goal? Are they going to give an own goal to this guy who does not want an own goal? But they gave it to me and it went down as a game winner. And, you know, we had a four hour flight back after the game and I was just wired the whole flight. So best flight of the year. You know, I actually scored a header goal. A header goal? Yeah. I was in front of the net, and I turned around, and it smoked me right in the head. <laughs> <laughs> it went in. So I got one header goal. So maybe uh, he'd be the better soccer Potentially. Yeah, that's, that's what we're hearing. Right. There we yeah. go. It's basically all I do the whole game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got proof now. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah, one more question. we got Keith. What's your biggest pet peeve? Oh, biggest pet peeve. I'm a... Man, complaining gets me. You guys, guys coming in. I know there's definitely moments where, you, you know, it's a rough moment you're sharing about it, but just, uh, you know, I just feel like it's, it can suck the whole environment down. So that uh, anytime someone's complaining, you know, at home or whatnot, it, it uh, gets on my nerves. Makes me start complaining, and then I see the, <laughs> the irony of the whole situation. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would say loud chewers. <laughs> That'd be my so one. So specific. <laughs> yeah. Thinking of someone specific. Nothing's forced. Yeah, I, I got yeah. a couple guys. Yeah. Yeah. A couple guys. Stay away from the pregame meal. Yeah, so. <laughs> we don't need to get names. Yeah, I almost said names, names, names. And I'm like, no, that's not, not, that's not coming out. All right, that's it for questions. Hey, everyone, give it up one more time for Robert Thomas and Kyle Hebert. All right. Man, it was honestly, Justin, it was good to watch that back. I bits and pieces I remember of that. You know, it was the biggest type of journalism I think we've been tasked with. Uh, but I think some of the most fun we had on stage because they were just incredible. 
Oh, absolutely. I think it was awesome for us to just touch on the professional aspect and things that they do specifically on face-offs or one-on-one defending, but also the personal side of things. We did the this or that for the holiday things and asking them, like, who do you least like to get a gift from? And those guys cracked me up just with how personal they are and how easy they made that go for us. So a big thanks to Rob and Kyle. Yeah, and two Canadians. Two Canadians, transplants now in St. Louis. You can tell how much they care about this community, which I really appreciate. And they had such a fun dynamic together. Uh, so, you know, I would love to involve them both back in, in our sophomore um, installment of this, if possible. I'm sure they'd be down. They were both awesome team players for this. I could not be more thankful uh, for Robert Thomas and Kyle Hebert joining us for this. It made the marquee part of the event. And I think it was a big draw for people that were there. So for those of you that were, were there, I hope you really enjoyed it there in person. And for those listening to it, either on this podcast or on YouTube, um, I hope you also enjoyed it. I think it's one of the highest, you know, quality pieces of content we've done in terms of special guest interviews and people love them. I feel like that we've done throughout the season. And we talked about it on the intro. If you like that interview, obviously we have Rob and Kyle supporting us on this, but please make that donation. We'll post our links everywhere. Go to our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter. You will find the link, be able to make that donation for a tax deductible uh, donation for you. So think about the giving, the time of the year that we all mentioned. Those guys are supporting us on this. We are giving our own money for this. This is not any of the money that we'll be receiving. It'll be going directly to the foundation at BJC for head and neck cancer. So if you appreciated the interview, please support us on that. Again, yes, you can be a part of it. Uh, even though if you want the event, this is your way to make a difference in St. Louis, in our community, and end the year in some good charitable fashion. What better way to end the year? Uh, so thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of days for what probably will be our final episode before Christmas here, and we take a little bit of a break, uh, but look forward to that, and I look forward to seeing this take off, hopefully, with y'all. We, we, we love you all, our, our listeners, our ball watchers. You guys have been so loyal and, and fantastic throughout the year, and uh, again, it would mean the world if you could help us make a, a big difference here and reach our goal, uh, which we will talk about, I promise you, very soon if you all can help us get there. Uh, so thank you all in advance. Hope you all have a fantastic week, and happy holidays, man. We are here. Happy holidays and all for city. All for city. Thank you.